Father's Day. And I'm praying, I'm praying for everybody today that um, sometimes days like this can, can really highlight what we don't have in our life or what may, maybe we're missing or what we've lost. And I'm just praying for God's peace and comfort to each and every one of you that are in that space. God is with you. Um, God is the one that is close to, to us in those moments. So I'm praying for God's comfort in, in all of our worlds. Um, always mindful of that. But I'm, I'm thankful today, mums and, and kids, and you don't have to switch off because this is a Father's Day message. I'm praying that God is going to speak to you today through this message. And I, I believe that He will because He is our heavenly Father. And, and today we get to celebrate dads. We get to celebrate everything that they do, and they do so much. Dads are so, so fantastic. And I'm still a rookie in this game. This is my second Father's Day. So, you know, those dads that are a bit senior on me, you know, you know I'm, I'm still learning the ropes. But it has been such a fantastic journey for the little bit of time that I've been on the journey. Um, it's just amazing to, my favorite parts in the day are just like when he wakes up. And we get to go and we sing a little song and we do a little dance. And he goes, Wheaties, Wheaties, Wheaties. Because that's what he wants in the morning. Wheaties. He loves his weddings. One of my favorite parts of the day is coming home and looking through the window and seeing him running like this. Daddy, daddy, daddy. It's like all these little things that are just fantastic. And I can't describe how I feel. It's just this feeling that is in me of love. And it, I think it points towards something greater than us. There's this capacity in us to love as fathers that doesn't come from us. It's, it's inbuilt, it's imprinted into our DNA, and it's a reflection of our Heavenly Father's love for us. So this is just this fantastic love that we feel, and a great example that we have in, in when we say Heavenly Father, we can sometimes think, oh, Heavenly Father, far away, not really a real Father, but God is our Father, he is your father. So don't switch off if you're not a dad. God wants to speak to you about his role in your life. And God wants to help us to build healthy families. And he wants to build capacity in the dads in the room, the mums, the sons. No, you know, well, there's no son's day, is there? There's no daughter's day. No, no, no. You just wait till you get, become a dad. Those, I've waited all my life. It's, you know. But we want to celebrate the dads because they play such an important role in our life. If you've got your Bibles, I just want to talk um, a few points. In Psalm 68, I think one of the key things that a dad does in our life is to be a burden carrier, to be a weight carrier. And I mean that very practically. We were in the shops yesterday, and even though we have a perfectly functioning pram, um, it's not good enough. Kadu, kadu, kadu. I will, yeah, a bit more. That'll be awesome if I could have a touch more light. Cuddle, cuddle. And so I'm carrying him around and getting a workout because he, he wants to be cuddled and held. And that's perfectly fine. That's great. Because as a dad, my role is to be a burden carrier, to be a weight lifter, to be somebody, you know, pick things up, put them down, yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger of the family. But in a very practical sense, fathers are weight carriers. Burden carriers, and we see that God has reflected that. We get this from God in Psalm 68. We see in verses 19, it says, Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation. Let's read that again. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation. 
oh, this got very ambient all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, well. God is the, the, the weight bearer and the burden carrier of his family. And guess what? You're in his family. Fathers need to carry the weight. And I remember um, growing up, I was into basketball and, and my cousin was going to this thing called the Wildcat Zone, which was in all the way in Subiaco. We lived in Casuarina, so it was like an hour drive. And so we'd get up at what felt like at three in the morning. Dad would get up and he'd come into my room and say, get up, man. And I was like, no. But he'd, he'd force me up because I, I really wanted to play basketball, get some food in and we'd drive and we'd drive and... And I was involved in the bus. It was fantastic. I got to train with the people that were training. It didn't obviously work out very well, but, you know, missed my shot. Uh, it's this close. <laughs> but I remember the memories of driving with Dad. And now reflecting back on it, I didn't, at the time, I didn't see the sacrifice. All I thought is, that's my dad, that's his job. Do you know, like, you don't think about the sacrifice. You don't think about the weight that he was carrying to do that. And... One day we were driving back and he began to just, I don't know, he just had a real chat with me and he began to cry and he began to say, listen, man, I'm really sorry that you, you can't have everything that your cousins have. We, we can't do it. And he began to show me some of the burden that he had been carrying. Because as dads, we carry the burden of the finances and the mums together, but you carry the weight of that and going, I need to provide it. And, 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 and the kids don't see that and you don't see it, but... That's because God's given you capacity to carry your families. As dads, God is imparting such strength and such capacity on the inside of you because your, his DNA is on the inside of you. As a dad, the, the strength and the capacity to hold it all together comes from God. You have the strength to be a burden carrier in your life. And, and the strength, because dads play, the family unit is under attack. The family unit is, is, is being, is being try, trying to, to broken up. But, but I believe God is, is imparting strength in, in families. Uh, dads, to carry the weight of, of the pressures of relationships, to carry the weight of pressures of, of arguments and, so that our kids can be in an environment where they can thrive. Dads, you have that, that capacity and you have that God-given mandate to carry the weight, to be burden carriers. And we realize that our strength comes from him. He is the one that carries our weight. So when we're going, you know, I could imagine Sean beginning to, you know, go, man, you know, new, learning the ropes. I remember feeling like that. She was two weeks early when she went into labor. And I remember she turned over to me and she says, I think something's happening. And I says, I'm not ready. And I turned, I said, I'm not ready. And I was thinking about work, and you're going, to, mate, it's not about you. I didn't feel ready. I didn't feel like I had the capacity, but, you know, Miles is still alive. Thank, thank the Lord. He's doing well. Um, but God, as we step out into those things that are, we feel in out of our depth, and we've talked about this a few times over the last month or so, that God gives you capacity in your world. So whether you're a dad, whether you're a daughter, whatever area of your life, remember Psalm 68, that he daily bears our burdens. And it's not burdensome to him to carry, carry our weight. So he's a weight carrier, and God is making, uh, giving us capacity as dads and families to carry the burden. And he also is on the same line, but very similar, but slightly different. Dads are... A lesson teachers and capacity builders. 
Dads are not only burden carriers, but they're lesson teachers and capacity builders. I remember when I was learning to drive, Dad took, I think I've shared this story, it scarred me very thoroughly, takes me my first ever drive onto a road of 70 kilometers an hour, and it felt like a tight, windy road. I didn't know how, you know, if I could keep the thing on. Get out. Get, go and do it. And I had a few uh, moments where I, I stormed out of the car and said, I'm not doing this anymore. You're so mean to me. And he would just say, get back on the horse. Back on the horse. Because he, he, it was his job, and it's still his job to an extent, but, you know, I'm getting a bit old now, but to build capacity in me, to build strength in me. Because there are some things in our life that God will carry the weight and he will always carry the weight, but then he wants to empower you to have the strength to do those things in our worlds, in our, in our walk with him. And very practically as a son, I, I couldn't be asking my dad for a ride. You know, now I've got a son. I need to have the capacity to do that. So God builds capacity. God's wanting to build capacity in your life. What areas is God wanting to empower you with? So our Heavenly Father is a lesson teacher, a capacity builder. And why don't you turn with me to Psalm 103, and we'll see the the great example of, of a father that we have. And God is our example. God is the one that we get our inspiration from. He is the pattern for which we can base our lives. So dads, this is an encouragement to you. It's okay that to have times where you're not feeling like you're perfect. In the car today on the way to church, I was getting frustrated a little bit with Miles because he was asking for something that I didn't know what it was and then it was something. And then, so I'm not a perfect dad. I don't, the only perfect dad we have is our heavenly father. You know, our our earthly fathers loved us as best they could, but they're not perfect. No one is perfect. But we take our example from our heavenly father. And he wants to imprint his nature on us. And and this is so fantastic, the way he is as a parent to us, to everybody in this place. Psalm 103 verses 8 says this. It says, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquity. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards all who fear him. And as far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are dust. Our heavenly father is so compassionate, so merciful. Because I think at times we can think, oh, I'm the naughty child. God doesn't love me. And we, because we beat ourselves up and we go, well, I've made that mistake again. No, you know, God mustn't, you know, we get, we, we lose patience with ourselves from God's perspective. But God is wanting to remind us that he is so gracious and he's so compassionate. He's so patient with us. And just be encouraged that God is for you. God's got you. God is looking up. You, are, you know, when he looks at you, you are the apple of his eye. His heart swells with pride. It swells with just like joy, man, that Jess is my daughter. Wow. Everybody, Jess is my daughter. That's God. It's not me. Just, uh, get a bit complicated then. 
But God says, and it makes me think, it makes me think of when um, Jesus was baptized. And then and it says that, that heaven rumbled. And a voice from heaven came and it says, Behold, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Do you know what God is? That's, that's a picture of, he couldn't help himself. That's my son. That's a picture I get. God is just like, wow, he did it. Jesus got baptized. Fantastic salvation. That's my boy. Pride, heart swelling of just absolute adoration and just best intentions. And that's how he thinks of you. He looks at you and he goes, that's my boy. That's my girl. Look at, look. God has that affection towards you. The heart of a father is is wide and it's deep. And, and yes, we make mistakes and we stuff up, but God is never going to turn you away. Understand that. Understand that God will never give up on you. God will never give up on you. God will never give up on you because He is your Father in heaven. He loves you so much and He's calling you to in relationship with Himself. And I want to end with the scripture in Psalm 127, which I think ties it all together. Psalm 127 says this, It says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors, for he gives sleep to his beloved, even in his sleep. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies at the gate. Firstly, you see in verses 1, it says that unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. Let me tell you, God is helping you build your house, your family. God is helping you build your family. You might think, I can't do it. I don't have the traditional setup. There might not be a male role model. But no matter what you don't have or what you do have, what you do have is God on your side. God's helping you to build. God's giving you the wisdom and strength to raise a healthy family, to build strong family units, to, to raise children that will honor the Lord, children that will, 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 will be just fantastic representatives, not only of you, but of, of, of God's nature. And I began to think as I read through the verse, do you know what? You're a weapon. God says children born in one's youth are like arrows. They're like arrows in the hand of a warrior. You're a weapon because you're a child of God. So this is how God sees you. Now come with me for a little bit. And I want to read you another scripture that that, um, talks about that in in Isaiah 49. Stay with me. We're going to come right back there. Isaiah 49 says that it'll be good, trust me, if you were. (laughs) It says in verses 2, he says, He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has concealed me. He has made me, uh, made me a select arrow, a chosen arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. And then it goes on to say that that arrow is going to be shot out and it will bring salvation to the ends of the earth. And it will bring light to those in darkness. Do you know you are a weapon? Do you know you're a child of God? Because an arrow has a specific target. An arrow has a destination. An arrow is formed 
because of that destination. So my picture is when God is forming you, it's going, all right, what's the destination? You were created for impact. You were created to be released. You were created to fly and to impact that specific target that God has created for you. You know, there are no like forgotten arrows in God's book. There are no forgotten children. The heart of the father is to carry burden, to capacity build, to be gracious and compassionate, but to release, to set forth, to go out and to say, go and have an impact. Go and, and, and do what I've designed you to do. God has designed you for impact. He's created your life for influence. You're like an arrow in his hand. In, in that scripture in Isaiah, it says that he has hidden you in his quiver while forming you. You're created with a specific destination in mind. God has a plan for you. God has an impact for you and he wants to release you. And that's the heart of the father. The heart of the father is to say, my child, you're gonna, your life is going to have an impact. You're going to make a difference. So why don't we pray? Why don't we just, just commit our, our worlds to God right now? And I want you to just be encouraged that God, your Father, wants you to know that you were designed for impact. And you might feel like you're, you're, you're an arrow and you're hidden at the moment, but God is shaping you. God is forming you. And there's going to be a time because you know what? Even as much as the arrow wants to succeed, and as much as a child wants to do great things, the success of the arrow relies on the skill of the maker and the skill and the strength of the warrior who releases it. So God hasn't made a mistake as He's shaped you. He knows where He wants to send you and the impact that He wants to, to, for you to have. So He shapes you in that way. And some of you feel like you've been cut and you've been bent and you've been prodded. But God was molding you with strength to do what He's called you to do. He's shaping you because He has a purpose in mind. And as He pulls you back, don't worry. The strength in His arms can bear to pull the, the, the bow. Pull the bow and He will release you. God has your life in His hand. And God is going to release us as a church to make an impact for His kingdom. Because when you think about it, an a warrior shoots forth an arrow to gain victory in war. And God is going to send you forth to bring light to the ends of the earth, to bring salvation to the world. You're going to have an impact in your world. You're going to have an impact in your families in Jesus' name. So Lord, bless every family here today. Bless every father, bless every son, daughter and mother. We thank You, Lord, that we are arrows in Your hand, that we were created for impact. And we thank You, God, that You're going to have Your way. I want to give an opportunity for anybody in this place today that says, Sheldon, today I want to get my life right with my Heavenly Father. I want to come running into His arms. Do you know the picture of God as a Heavenly Father is a Father with arms wide open saying, come, come, come. Anybody who is heavy, burden and heavy laden come and I'll give you rest and the way we do that is by accepting Jesus his son into our world and we just say Jesus everything that you've done for me I want I want a part of that and we get a chance to be adopted into the family of God and this might be the first time you've heard a message like this but it was for this purpose that you are here to get your life 
in line and, and in the family of God. It's an invitation. It's an open door saying, come, come into my family. And Jesus is the way we come. So if there's anybody that says today, Sheldon, I want to make a decision to follow God and be in His family. If that's you, why don't you raise your hand right now with nobody looking around and I want to pray a prayer of salvation for your life. Is there anybody that says today, Sheldon, I need to get my life right with my heavenly Father. Anybody at all? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Thank you, God, for family. Bless us today as we go out and spend time And thank you, God, that we're destined for impact in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. God bless you. Short and sharp service. We did it. Hey, let's have some more coffee and cake. And we're going to have, we're going to have baby reveal time. So awesome. Guys, see you next week. Love you.